Hey, y'all. Wanted to do a quick grumpy old millennial news hit. It is Sunday, March 1st, and yesterday was the South Carolina primaries. And the winner, decisively, of the South Carolina primaries was Joe Biden. He did what he said he would do. He said that he had a black firewall, and boy, did it show up. And I would like to say it showed up in greater mass than anybody really said that it would. People said in the beginning that Joe Biden's quote-unquote black firewall in South Carolina was older African-American voters. What ended up being was the traditional model that used to work in all the states in politics, the black church, the black elected official who has uh, trust in the community, and also parents actually talking down generation and, and, and bringing the younger voters with them, which isn't the case in all states, happened in South Carolina. So you've seen a big mass of younger voters voting for Joe Biden. And when you've seen the coverage of them, they said stability. They said track record. They said um, his policy decisions. Like it or not, that's what they saw. Why this is important is three days later, Super Tuesday's coming, and quiet as kept, Joe Biden's not up in any of those states. So we'll see how this big win translates three days later where there's not enough time to get in uh, get on air in all these states, but you just had a national win in all the free media of a Sunday cycle. Joe Biden's on everyone's show. Bernie Sanders came in second. Bernie Sanders, a distant second, but this is a delegate race. and He will draw delegates and realize that with the first four, you're talking about less than a hundred delegates out there. The delegates that are out right now are less than the state of Virginia holds itself, which is a mid-moderate power state as far as delegates. So there's a lot of time to go. And Super Tuesday is going to shake a lot of things out. Uh, Bernie Sanders, the Bernie Sanders campaign is consistently pumping the narrative that they are going to grow the vote, grow the base. Same thing that the Trump campaign is saying, by the way, that they're going to find all these first-time voters. Personally, I believe that's a mistake for a party that won by 3 million votes and had depressing turnout in urban centers. But there are larger Latino demographics in play in this cycle, as there will be in every cycle. And... Everybody's thinking that there's a different path to the White House. Is it naive? We'll see. Tom Steyer came in third, but did not reach the 15% threshold, so he wouldn't have taken any delegates. Um, In our last wrap-up, I was asking why Tom Steyer was in the race still, because I didn't see a path. And last night, Tom Steyer ended his candidacy for the president. But let me tell you something that's interesting. When I asked in the last episode about Mike Bloomberg, whether he would keep the Greenwood initiative if he wasn't running for president. And we don't know that, you know, I assume the answer is probably no. But 
today, the day after Tom Steyer ended his candidacy, he was in Alabama in Selma saying, I'm not here to ask for your vote. I'm here because I'm in the fight with you. That's powerful. And so I want to give him kudos for continuing to be an ally and continuing to fight even after the disappointment of ending a, a presidential campaign. I think that that's important to take uh, note of. And Elizabeth Warren, 8% of the vote in South Carolina. Uh, and next was Amy Klobuchar, right behind her. Neither one of them qualified for delegates in the, in the state. Oh, Pete Buttigieg, excuse me. Pete was there too. He came after Tom. None of them are going to get delegates. Is it a time to panic for any of those campaigns? I'd say no. Super Tuesday is three days away. If Super Tuesday was seven days away and there was a week of media cycle, I think you see more than one campaign drop because it's such a short window. Saturday to Tuesday. There's no reason for these campaigns not to actually see where they stand on across the country vote, especially when Texas and California are in play on that day. So Tuesday is going to be a big shaker. Tuesday, I see, I see two candidates at least dropping out by Wednesday. And the question becomes, how good is your national operation? How good have, have it, has your ground game been? We shall see. 2020. Just wanted to give a little update. Uh, second hit I want to do. Have you guys heard of the Black News Channel? So the Black News Channel is a, to date, internet-based platform where I'm at in the D.C. metro uh, viewing area. And so you can get it on Comcast or whoever your provider is. But for me, it plays through the Internet, through the cable box, if that makes sense for you. But the Black News Channel is a new news platform that is reaching to be both digital and broadcast um, that aims to be a news network geared toward African-Americans, full stop. Their aim is good. From what I've seen, there's a long road to hope. Let's say that from just the viewing of it, I'm not seeing a competitor to Fox News, CNN, or or MSNBC to pull the viewers. It looks like I'm watching public access television. The talent for this channel. And I'm not knocking these people who are there, but no one knows who these people are. And black journalism is a thing. There are recognizable faces that a new media startup 
particularly one that was funded with $100 million by the Jacksonville Jaguars owner, Shad Khan, had the pockets to do, should have some names that draw some eyes. And they do not. So that's a thing. And you hope that these things develop. I'm not saying this so we shouldn't watch them. But there may be a reason why we shouldn't watch them. Watching last night, because I think it's important to get their side, especially on election day coverage, they should have coverage. Turn to their coverage last night, because last night was a primary in the first in the South primary, South Carolina. But last night's also a dual news story because there's a global pandemic of coronavirus going on. Also, might not have heard, the U.S. is about to sign a peace deal with the Taliban. All of these stories were featured on that show, but in a very, very surface way. And if you're saying you're going to be the black news source for people in America, please know that we're smart enough that you got to go more than just, hey, this happened on this date. It's got to go in and they need to be opinions and, and, and thoughts that are based in fact that we trust. We're not there yet. But the blinking red light that I saw happens when the commercials happen. And not a commercial because everybody needs funding. And Lord knows for this channel to to grow, they're going to need sponsors. But the commercial that I saw was for a program from the network. And the program for Black History Month from the Black News Channel Network is subject to Kanye West. Hold up. Wait, what? Excuse me. Um, Yeez? In 2020? On Black History Month. Best we could do? First thought that you got? Mmm. How pivotal Kanye West has been to music and society and fashion. Oh, this feels MAGA. I mean, let's walk through this with our eyes open. And then knowing if you look into who got the Black News Channel over the hill to be in existence, former Republican Congressman J.C. Watts from Oklahoma. And knowing that the majority ownership of this Company is non-black. Shad Khan, owner of Jacksonville Jaguars, is not black. He said, I saw an opportunity and it is a needed thing. But when you let me tell you something, when you don't have equity in something, who is in the rooms that make the decisions that said Kanye is our subject for Black History Month in 2020 in an election year that's the pool. That's the, that's the slot that we pulled. We often ask, who is in the room when these decisions were made? I'm asking the Black News Channel, who's in the room? And who are your talent bookers? There are people out here who, who have left the mainstream media where they could be gotten. If, the, if, if you're going to have to make it sweet for them to come, Lord, you're going to have to make it sweet to come to Tallahassee, Florida. But beyond that, 
wherever they at, they can make you, they can be a correspondent for you, a Torrey, a Soledad O'Brien, a Roland Martin. I mean, just three off the top of my head, but a litany of black reporters, an April Ryan, people who work with, with the urban radio media now. People who work with Black America Web now. People who aren't contracted to the big networks who probably have non-competes where you can't compete. But to pull us in and say that this is supposed to be the source for black news, step it up. There's no ramp up. You don't get training wheels when you start a channel. Black News Channel 2020. Get it together. We're going to leave the jewelry out on them right now. But I still do believe, as Dr. Maya Angelou told us, believe them the first time. And right now, it's not looking good.